Hello, and welcome to Almost Better Than Silence, the best burglary podcast on iTunes. I'm your host, Christian Soft Shoes. Shoes so soft they never hear me coming. They're made of bread? No. These are my co-host, Marky Smooth Talker. Talks so smooth he passed speech class in Woodshop at the same time. And hey, I'm a strawberry. Last but not least, Dougie Safecracker, because he's white and very unadventurous. He's a safecracker. Yep. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what has thought- happened to this show? I thought that up like four days ago, and I've just been like holding on, just like this could be great. Yeah, it's no, not, that was but I'm happy worth with it. it. <laughs> yeah, what a start to your Monday. What's up, listener? Um, <laughs> how's everybody doing? Bren's obviously in a good mood. I like the Christian soft shoe because who's better at hiding that they're coming than a Christian? Mm-hmm. It's a masturbation yeah, so- joke, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't think of a response to that. Um, how, how are you, Mark? I'm good, one. man. I'm uh, I'm doing really really well. Uh, got, got a lot of gaming in. Just got back from vacation, trying to make up for lost time. <laughs> Did you go through withdrawal again from games? Did you get the chase? Um, no, no, not this time. No, I was I was good. Uh, it wasn't that long. That was I was gone for a few weeks that time. So that you know, it made sense this time. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this time I was only gone for a few days. But yeah, I've just been so into Persona Five, man. Yeah. Uh, that game nice. that game is like the best it uh i'm i'm believe it or not I'm, so i'm over halfway which Ooh. means i it's the equivalent of like six other games in terms of <laughs> in long. terms of play time yeah uh the formula for it's pretty repetitive but it keeps yeah. me interested i it really doesn't i don't get tired of it i can see how people would like i completely will admit that you know you mm-hmm. live your life you interact with other people, then you raid a dungeon, and then you beat it, and that person comes and joins you, typically, and then you get another dungeon after, you know. Yeah, it's pretty formulaic. Yeah. Gotta take a second here. Uh, speaking of other people, we're gonna have Matt Basta join us right now. Oh, no. Hi, I've definitely been here the whole time. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> Basta, you came back. He, he was here the whole time. He was just sitting in the back, and we just didn't notice him. Yeah, and yeah. Like we shuffled. did not include what's his nickname, Bren? Uh, latecomer, because he showed up late. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was trying to think of something <laughs> filthy, but then it just got yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll accept yeah. it anyway. <laughs> he. His name's Latecomer because he always shows up late, but he's also a caring lover who lets his partner finish first. <laughs> God damn it. There it is. <laughs> well done. Oh, That was pretty God. good for on the spot. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, move on. But Mark was telling us about his games, I uh, guess. We're going to keep right? going with that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'll just stop talking about Persona 5 at this point. It feels <laughs> weird fair. to go back to it. Matt's no, no here, worries. so we got to drop all the anime shit. Uh, yeah, because Matt... Wait, what are you talking about? Uh, Matt I, loves anime. No, I don't. <laughs> What's your favorite Mark, anime, you're thinking Matt? of the other Matt. <laughs> Look, Basta, if you didn't like anime, why would you have posted some awesome news about anime on Doug's wall today? Oh, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Oh, we'll get to that. Um, okay. yeah, I, th- I, I think it was an episode that I was on where we talked about the fucking hologram. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. Eat, have your own waifu. <sighs> yeah. For the love of Christ. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure it was in anyway. one of our stumpers as well. We, we, we keep bringing it up. I mean... Because one of us has one, and the other one hates one. So, like, <laughs> not surprising that it keeps coming up. Oh, Lord. Mark has one. He didn't yeah. actually get married. He married his waifu. It's VR. Oh. Oh, no. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling back the veil, listener. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what he did at the wedding. 
Oh, God mm-hmm. damn it. Oh, anyway. This uh, is a video game your... podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Uh, but Mark, other than Persona 5, have you been playing much? Yeah, I picked up this really goofy game the other day during the Steam sale. Uh, it's called House Party. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. It's so okay. Uh, <laughs> you, you, <laughs> okay is a generous term. Yeah, yeah that really is. Really uh, it, the developer started out making it this really just silly idea. I don't think he thought it was going to go anywhere. You you play as a guy showing up to a house party, and you don't really know the host very well. Um, and you kind of just interact with people, and how you answer their questions and talk to them is how they perceive you, whether it's like a friendship or a romance thing. And then there's like an intoxication meter as well. <laughs> Uh, and you can kind of imagine how that game goes. Uh, and the best part about oh it is God. there's a full-blown modding community for it already, even though it's, already, no. it's only in beta. No. So you can make your own stories and stuff and use your own skins that you could make. Oh, this is going to get so weird with mods. Oh, it is. It's going to get so strange. No. <laughs> yeah, it was It was on sale, and I, f- I heard it was like kind of, kind of like goofy and fun. So I got it. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's okay. So, but other than that, it's just, I've just been playing Persona 5. Nice. In the yeah. style of Laser Shoot Larry and Monkey Island. Oh, God. It's nothing <laughs> like Monkey Island. God, the ragdoll physics. This game is terrible. And <laughs> I'm not at all surprised Mark bought it. Interesting. Yeah, I'm going to have to look into that one. It sounded like a game or no game game, and we might actually play some of that i have a couple in store later but um bren what games have you been playing oh i made the terrible mistake of picking up stardew valley in the steam sale oh yeah so uh how's that going well i bought it on sunday so as we're recording that's like four days ago and i already have 33 hours in it so it's going okay Yeah, wow, that's pretty impressive. Um, I know this is one of those games (laughs) where you get, like, sucked in. Um, What's the thing that really drew you in the most? I I mean, all the characters are fine and, like, well-written enough for what it is. I I was expecting, like, the way people talked about it, I was expecting it to be, like, really engaging and, like, you could really write a story with any character because you can romance most of them. And I think with the mods, you can romance everyone. Like, they have, uh, I think you can actually bone everybody which is crazy <laughs> um but like it's they're all pretty flat and bland and repeat lines constantly so i'm i wasn't surprised by the npcs but it just scratches that itch of just super simplistic control in a game video game where you do something you keep working on it and then you get rewarded for it and it's just very task-based and it's that satisfying part of your brain that like you wish life was this simple where you just put a seed in the ground, water it for seven days, and then you harvest the eggplant and sell it for 400 gold or whatever. That's a pretty fucking good eggplant. It's, it's a pretty great eggplant. It's a gold star, if I must say so myself. Oh, um, nice. Whew. It's pretty satisfying in that regard. Uh, I started getting, you can unlock carts, like mine carts, that help you quick travel and little warp totems. Um, I wish they brought that in earlier in the game, but I can see where walking around helps. Like certain stores don't open till a set time, so you have to walk around like, killing time until you can go, uh, go to them. But, like, walking around between, like, five screens with as slow as it is can be really sluggish. 
Um, but it's just super satisfying to like slowly build the farm. And I think I'm just about to finish mm-hmm. um, my one, like one full year and I have most of the stuff done. Have you been uh, going through the, the community center? Yeah, I have most of the community center done. I think I have like four of the parts, four out of seven of them completely done. And then like half of nice. the other ones done. So that's very rewarding to see stuff like finish and like, I, I grew mm-hmm. all these plants or I caught all these fish and now I get rewarded by building this. It's a very satisfying game. I'll say that. You know, the one thing, the one thing that sort of disappoints me, it, it sometimes like the reward for doing something is just like a fun little cutscene, mm-hmm. And like, that's great. But like I could do also do with a little bit of weed. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a big complaint I, I would know. have. Um, some of the rewards, there are like physical rewards to each of them. Like some of them, it's a reward for a character. So you get plus friendship to that character. But then you also got like a charcoal uh, kiln so you can make charcoal. It's like, well, I that was like the first thing I built because it was the first thing I learned how to build. So why would I need it 30 hours later? Like if I needed one by now, I would have already had one. Or like you get a recycling machine. It's like, once again, I had that within the first hour of playing. I don't need this. Like this is kind of a shitty reward despite like re- despite how much effort was put into finishing this task, like the um, charts. So that's a little annoying. Oh, is this the the mayonnaise for Pam game? Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's what I thought. That's what I was picturing this whole time. Okay. That's another yeah. one. I got a request for Pam. She's like, she wants a pale ale because she's an alcoholic. It's like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to make that. And uh, like I said, I've been playing for 30 hours or 33 hours. Yeah. I am like in almost a year in and I have no idea where to find, uh, I think, a keg to make like beer and stuff. Like, I just don't know where to find it, but they gave me this. It's a little bit on. like Minecraft insofar as you don't really get instructions for a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like you're, you're told like how to get, go through something and like maybe given the general hint at like the base ingredient. But then it's like, oh, you need like a cask for this. I'm like, who the fuck? Like, what, why is there a keg and a cask? And it's like six different types of like containers that you can put things in. Yeah. And you just have to know which one you need or like look it up online. Um, Pretty much. So this was like the biggest complaint against Minecraft for the longest time back when it was like super, super basic. It's like if you want to do anything, you just have to know how to do it because there's nothing that tells you. Yeah. It was like I talked about it a while ago, but like Space Station 13, that's kind of similar to that where there's really no there are instructions, but they're hard to find or someone can fuck with it. Like there's a a cookbook to Mm -hmm. teach you how to cook stuff. Or someone could be a dick and throw that away or burn it. So then you can't learn how to cook anything. Mm-hmm. Well, you're shit out of luck then. So that's my, that would be my biggest complaint is I see the appeal of discovering things on your own and learning how to do stuff on your own. I can see how that's rewarding and fun. But after 30 hours of that, it can get really annoying. And I feel like I'm cheating if I'm using a, uh, wiki or like a walkthrough the entire time I'm playing. So like it just, that feels cheap to me. So I like they could instruct you on how to do stuff better. So one thing that I um, remember from uh, Animal Crossing, yeah, I, I I would say that they're sort of in the same style of game in a little it's in, in a few ways. Animal Crossing plus Terraria. Yeah, in Animal Crossing, periodically, and it wasn't frequently, but it would happen. You would get um, like random loot, right? Mm-hmm. Like there'd be a balloon that would like hover across the screen with like a little present attached to it, and if you did a thing with like your your bug net or something like you could get or it would get caught in a tree and then you anyway you would be able to get like some gadget that did something or some like 
piece of furniture, whatever. And so it sort of gave you like these loose ends that you could then go off and do stuff with, right? Like you could start, you know, buying up all of one type of particular thing. And I think that's something that um, Stardew Valley is really missing. Like there's no random loot. Like if you sit there and just like wander around, like you're not going to get anything unless you're like harvesting crap off the ground. There's no like little tricksy things that you can do periodically that give you like some sort of like random junk. There's no like there is bizarre exotic loot. There is like you said stuff in the ground you can dig up. There is mining in the uh, caves where you can get like geodes and that can be just random stuff, mostly mineral based, so not super random. Um, but then there's also fishing, which I figured is the biggest money, like easiest way to make money, fastest, and you'll just find random treasures in there. And I got like five gold bars like within my first like five hours of uh playing and fishing so it can get you some really good stuff early on sure but you know it it can get you like the 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 basic stuff that the the game wants to give you but what it doesn't end up giving you is stuff like i don't know a fancy uh iridium pick right like you just don't get like stuff that would otherwise like make you stop what you're doing and like go figure something else out Right. Like there's nothing that would say like, oh, maybe I, you know, I just got four. What would it be? A wine cask. I have four wine casks. Maybe I'll make some wine. You know? Yeah. The most you'll find like randomly through fishing is like different materials. So it's just like, oh, this is Mm -hmm. something to build with. It's not, you know, super uh, worth investigating or anything. Um, Or you can find like artifacts where it's like, oh, I wonder what this is. And you just give it to them. You donate it to the museum. Or if you already have donated one of those to the museum, you just sell it. And that's it. So it's not like mm-hmm. it. There's no like quest or adventures or anything to learn. It's just like here's a thing you can either, if it's a plant, you can either harvest it. If it's material, you can either build with it or you can sell it. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. That's the most of the game. Nice. Yeah. But I mean, these are you know, I wouldn't say nitpicky. I feel like they're pretty justified. But I don't think they're massive complaints that would turn you off from the game. Like I said, I. Oh no! It's still quite fun. Thirty-three hours in less than a week. So like, I'm super engaged. So it's a great game. I feel like everyone's praised it enough, so that's why I'm not gushing over it too much. Um, but like, I, I do enjoy... I'm in winter right now, and I kind of enjoy it because you can't grow anything in winter uh, besides winter crops you find like naturally, if you find the seeds for them. Um, but it kind of gave me a good stopping point, like a good break point for me, because I'm not addicted to it anymore. Because I'm like, I can't do anything for 30 days in-game. So like, it mm-hmm. kind of gives me a nice a, like place to walk away for a bit. So I, I, I'm very glad they put that in. And uh, if people complain about winter, it's a good, uh, good stopping point for you. Okay. But yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing all week. That's cool. I, uh, got lucky enough to pick up the new Crash Bandicoot Insane trilogy. It was only 40 bucks and I split it with oh, my girlfriend. Nice. And it's, it's fucking awesome. Like, all right. So here's, I can only talk about the first Crash Bandicoot because I didn't even dive into two or three just yet because I am going to play them sequentially. Um, but the thing is, like, graphically, it is a huge improvement. It's awesome seeing, like, the retro and having the nostalgia hit you, especially when you first started up. So that that leads to my first complaint, though. Upon starting the game, they have like this little like, I, I guess I'll say cutscene, but it's just like it's like a little yeah animation showing what the old Crash Bandicoot looked like. He hops into a machine, pops out as the new one, and spins away. But it like 
I don't know, lasts like a whole solid minute or something. It's like a really slow, just like weird animation. And then, and it's unskippable. So like every time mm-hmm. I start up this game, it just, you have to sit through that. And I'm thinking to myself, was that, that, was that how the old PlayStation one games were? And are they like doing a callback to that? Or were they just too lazy to include a hit X to skip to the fucking main menu? But even loading up the main menu, there's three games to choose from. Like there's a little loading screen that it's like, hold on, let me boot this thing up. And then you can pick which of the three you're going to start to play. Um, I th- so I think, already that was a little weird. I think it's just, the, it's a pretty solid remake to the point where we've talked about it before, where it's an old game and it's, e- even the problems they had with the old games are in the new remake because it's yes. like almost just a graphic update. Everything else is almost identical. And I think they were unskippable in the first ones and we just didn't know because we weren't rushing to skip through it. We were seeing it for the first time. So we wanted to watch it. Exactly. Yeah, I know what you mean. And it's interesting because um, I was listening to one of the Kind of Funny podcasts and the one person said that to them it felt like the controls seemed better and more like precise. But to me, honestly, it seems very similar to the old ones where like you can get fucked over easily if you're just like a hair off and the game will just like screw you. But regardless, even that said, these games are very challenging. Well, especially the first one. In fact, looking back on my gaming history, I think I specifically have a memory of 100% in Crash Bandicoot 2 uh Cortex Strikes Back and I I know I beat warped the third game but I'm not sure if I like 100%ed it I got damn near close though but regardless that led me to think like did I even ever play the original Crash Bandicoot I think I did in passing but not enough to like sit down and beat the game but here I am playing it I guess for the first time as it's remastered and wow is it challenging it's like super super like tedious and like you have to get every like precise jump and like it's one hell of a platformer but i'm having lots of fun and it's funny because my girlfriend didn't remember the games being so challenging and i guess like i never played the first one so i couldn't really say but i know once i get to the second and third i think it's gonna be like a different story and i'm gonna really like connect with those a lot more but i'm like i don't know i think i'm about like 75 percent through the first game i could be wrong i'm just kind of pulling that number out just like based on like how many levels i've completed and stuff uh, the first boss was kind of challenging. There's certain levels that are just like a total bitch. Like the one that comes to mind was called uh, the road to nowhere or like the high road or so- something like that. Uh, the and driving just, one? Or no, not. It's one where you are jumping specifically into like a misty cloud area and there's like wooden planks you have to walk on and there's these hogs that like standard attacks do nothing to. So you have to basically just avoid them. Or if you have one of the tiki masks, the Aku Aku guys. Uh, you could just get damaged by it. But, um, yeah. I don't know. It's super challenging, losing tons of lives. One thing that is cool that I'm not sure how it, uh, compares to the original game is the bonus levels per level. If you collect these coins, there's like three of these girl coins. And that leads me to another point. <laughs> it, I, I, I never played the first game, obviously, because there are apparently there's Crash and then there's Lola, like the girl version. No, of Crash, uh, or, there's or what's her name? Crash Coco is his sister. With like the oh. blonde ponytail, and then okay. Twana, I believe, is his girlfriend. The Jessica Rabbit, super sexualized uh, animal character. That's like that who I'm talking about. Draws a lot so, of yeah. questions. That's what I mean. I never even knew that character existed in the yeah. Crashiverse or whatever. So it was kind of weird because in every bonus level, you collect one of her coins, and if you get all three, you have access to the the new area, and you can yeah. get more boxes and unlock lives and stuff. But each 
in the bonus level, uh, as you try to get all the boxes, if you die, like it doesn't actually cost a life. So that's nice. I think people were saying in the original game, you would lose lives even in the bonus level. And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, that would make the game like completely impossible. Um, but yeah, and that's what I mean. That, that character, I never knew there was just like a Jessica rabbit. Yeah. That was just very bizarre seeing her. Like she's getting kidnapped by Cortex and stuff. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So. Okay, was, and I, her, the other one's the, Coco. Okay, I thought it was Lola for some reason. I could be wrong. I, I think of Lola Bonnie from Space Jam. Oh, God, maybe. <laughs> All um, of the bunnies blending together. Yeah, well, Twana, whatever her name is, uh, was definitely in the first one, but I think I don't think it was as overt because, A, we were younger, so we weren't sexualizing everything yet, and, B, it's hard to make a triangle sexy. Like, it's just a lot of polygons and sharp angles, so it she didn't look as... Um, sexualized i guess yeah i exactly now it's like super high def but uh it it's interesting very nostalgic going back i'm looking forward to talking about two and three once i get there i think most people just kind of skipped one when they real once they realized how hard it was uh but it i don't know like i said i'm kind of blazing through it i i I have that ability because i played those games when i was younger so like jumping back to it it's kind of a breeze so but lots of fun other than that Still playing Pokemon White. I did get to the third gym and I beat it. It that was the first one that I actually like struggled to like beat and I had to go grind a little. Mm-hmm. But uh still having lots of fun with that. The the narrative is awful though. It's just straight up like does not make sense. <laughs> and I'm just so confused. I'm just like if only I could actually interact with these characters and just bitch slap them and be like, What the fuck are you talking about? But, um, <laughs> yeah, you just tune out when like there's a cutscene or something. Basically, yeah, I'm just like, let me level up something and go catch something new. Yeah. Uh but how about you, Matt? I guess you're the last person we haven't heard about from game-wise. Um, well, I... So you guys remember Minecraft, right? <laughs> Every episode! Never heard of it. Do you have stock in Minecraft? Are you trying to promote it? Like, more no. than it's already a juggernaut? No, I don't own any Microsoft stock. Wait a minute, pull off that mask. Notch, when did you get here? <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely not Steve Palmer just doing a voice. Um... <laughs> God, that would be terrible if Steve Ballmer had to do like the podcast circuit to like pump up Microsoft. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, they're, they're not going through some real tough times. Yeah, they're not doing great. So we might see that sooner or later. <laughs> um, so I have been watching people on the internet play video games, <laughs> um, and then I played some video games of my own. You creepy uh, video game voyeur. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you peeping Tom, a, a dirty video game watching boy. Um. There's this sexy new uh, voxel game called Colony Survival, um, which is very interesting. Uh, So it's like Minecraft in the sense that, um, well, a lot of the mechanics are the same. So you got blocks, you break the blocks, you can put the blocks down. um, You you like blocks, don't you, Basta? Mine shit. um, But the the difference is um, it's much more building focused. So like Minecraft doesn't really have gravity for, for terrain um, with colony survival. It sort of does. So you're forced to sort of like architect your buildings a little bit more carefully and you need to build buildings to defend against these zombies that show up. Um, this is so at night, exactly like Minecraft in, in some ways. So <laughs> what's interesting about it is it's more of a tower defense game. So basically like you're in the middle of a field Right. And it's daytime. You got to build walls. You got to, you know, find a way to like sort of funnel all the zombies uh, to one spot so you can just shoot them or like 
create an archer and have the archer shoot them or whatever. But then the the whole point of the game is rather than you spending all your time uh, uh, growing crops, you make a guy that then goes and grows the crops. And so then that builds up the resources so that you can sort of do the tower defense bit, um, which necessitates having more NPCs, which increases the number of zombies, which makes it harder. Um, it's really actually quite cool. Uh, it, the game gets more difficult as you progress through the game. Um, it makes you very mindful of what you build and how you build it and where you build it. Um, I, I was, uh, it, it definitely felt <laughs> when I first started watching it, like, like watching like the mega blocks version of Minecraft. Yeah, it's exactly and, like everything. <laughs> yeah. It looks just like a little bit off and you can see like the little plastic seams and stuff. And it's like a weird plastic that's matte instead of glossy. And it, it it does look quite good though. Like they, they have like shaders and dynamic lighting. And so it's not like things cast shadows, um, which is quite cool. Uh, but yeah, otherwise uh, it's, it's a really interesting game. I'm enjoying it very much. Um, you should check it out. It's early access. Uh, I think it's 20 bucks. Um I mean, as is, I, it, it's a game that I would, I don't even know why it's early access. I will just give them money. <laughs> I think yes. early access is just the like scapegoat for like releasing a game. And it's like, Oh, there's a bug in it. It's like, Oh, it's still early access. Sorry. Like it's there. I mean, it, it's, it, it doesn't need much work, right? Like it's very fun as it is. I've watched people like play Gary's mod bullshit for far longer. Watch people play this. And this is very, very, very fun. I am just so burnt out on voxel stuff. I immediately just tune out every game I see that's this 3D voxel pixel world. It's like, um, I, I I sort of am too. Uh, like Minecraft doesn't really interest me because it's gotten to a point where like now you have rails, now you have a million types of rails, and now you have chests, and now you have chests that can go in other chests, and like it, this is exhausting, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's thousands of, well, maybe not thousands, but many hundreds of types of blocks in Minecraft with, with colony survival. It's only a small number. Um, well, a relatively small number. Uh, there's not like ridiculous crafting recipes. There's not like tiers of, uh, different types of materials to like get what you need. Uh, everything is very straightforward. And the idea is to, to sort of build up your defenses and, uh, sort of keep the keep the zombies out which gets harder and harder yeah i just this looks boring as shit to me like i'm sorry <laughs> this looks <laughs> it's fair enough personal taste but like i i do love tower defense games and i really wish they made a modable cooperative tower defense game like they used to have on uh warcraft 3 battle nets like where you just hop into a tower defense and it was like i think eight players per map and you each had a lane or like three lands at the top and then two smaller lands on the sides and you have to work together to stop the horde that God, I have so many great memories of that. I mean, I probably riddled my computer with viruses. That's probably where like all those Trojan horse viruses came from. Yeah. But like, God, those were so fun. Like all, and they all looked terrible because it was just the Warcraft three models and characters, but just with like a different color tint over them. But it was insane. So many. I want that. I want a new version of that game. Okay, well, all right, I'm thinking about trying something different now. Instead of going into our news and then a game, do you guys want to do a quick game of Game or No Game? I have a kind of quick one here. 
This yeah, way, if we me. go over, we can just cut off the news segment. Oh, there we go. Um, <laughs> all right, let's play game or no game. Okay, so we're playing game or no game. Let's see here. Just got a handful of these guys, maybe a few more. Uh, what do you think of a game called Space Odyssey? Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> how about we have a time I mean, limit of, of five seconds? I, th- I, think it, I think it sounds like a real game. Uh, it is a game, and it's actually Neil deGrasse Tyson presents Space Odyssey. Oh, it's something wait, on the horizon, Ooh. and it's got, it's got like a Kickstarter or one of those. I forget if it's Indiegogo or mm. whatever, but it's got lots of support, and it's going to be uh, like this weird ass game, Space Odyssey. It's got my attention. I don't know much about it. I don't. It kind of. I'm not sure what they're going to do with it. It makes no sense. But they're it, listener, going to have to change the name because there's already a game called Space Odyssey on Steam right now. Well, that's why it's called Neil deGrasse Tyson Presents Space Odyssey, I guess. That's probably the full title. Uh, anyway, uh, what do you think of a game called Alpaca World? Alpaca World. Oh. <laughs> uh, I know this is... I don't. I say, I'll just is... say yes. Nah, I'm going to say no. I'll do a small tangent. I know it's not this game, but I know there is a dating simulator... Where, of course, is anime because they all are. But you date mm-hmm. this girl who then turns into an alpaca, and then you have to date that alpaca. <laughs> Jesus, oh, that's Christ. that's that's yeah. just wonderful. <laughs> it's so dumb. I love it. Um, I'm gonna say <laughs> no, no to this being alpaca world being a game. Mark's got this one. It's a game. Yay! Listen to this. Listen to this. Uh, the reason I even know about this is from personal experience. My girlfriend got this for her <laughs> tablet, and she is playing the shit out of Alpaca World. And it's basically like a Pokemon kind of ripoff where you like that you fight alpacas, and then sometimes you capture them, and then you raise them and shit, and then you can breed them together. So one of her one of her alpacas is named Pinecast. She had another alpaca. <laughs> it is dead in the stream. <laughs> There's another alpaca oh, named no. Poofy, and then Poofy and Pinecast had a baby named Poofcast. So I, I <laughs> there's an alpaca running around called Poofcast oh, on, no. in alpaca world. But anyway, so I love game. that. Uh, what do you think of a game called Inflatality? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Inflatality. No, no. I immediately went to one of those like flash like hentai games, like weird sex games, and I'm hoping it's not. So I'm going to say no. <laughs> it's a game, and it's not what you're thinking. Oh, but it's, oh imagine no. those, like, what are those, like, floppy dance things that are outside of car dealerships? Like, oh, those waving that, tube man? Yeah, waving tube man. Like, exactly. Well, I think of Always Sunny and D dancing and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, anyway, uh, it's, it's a game where those things fight in a fighting game. And that, I think it's, it looks interesting. Uh, so that's a game. Okay. I, I got I- a couple more. I've been on the internet too long. I immediately assumed it was a fetish game. I gotta uh, yeah. step back for a while. Jesus. Uh, what do you think of a game called Age of Booty Tactics? Age of Booty Tactics. No. Because I don't think a game would have Age of and Tactics in the title. I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm also going to say no. 
it's a game and guess what oh a jesus friend, christ no, i can't say really friend of the show but old alumni <laughs> of the show triangle studios they're the, the team responsible for age of Ta- booty tactics so check that out wait yeah, definitely not our friends wait this, <laughs> all right it's not triangle what i'm thinking studios. of then because triangle studios is like a legit studio this is that's a, what i mean no it's more right, like it's, booty as in like pirates, pirates like yeah and stuff. yeah okay it looks legit. yeah good for them I, I mean, there's going to be a flash porn <laughs> game of it called Age of Booty Tactics. Oh, God damn it, Brent. Uh, I'm just helping of- the community grow. What do you guys think of 102 Dalmatians, Puppies to the Rescue? I'm going to say yes. no. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. It's a game. There's no! so many of those Disney, no! like, Game Boy Advance, not, like, not knockoffs, Something. but just spinoffs. Yeah, I just... There's so just- many of those. God damn. All right, now I got, like, Three more. Uh, do you think there's a game called Intelligent Baby? No. <laughs> Did they make a game of yes. Baby Boss? No, it's, it's totally a game. Uh, I'm going to say no, just because I think they would pick a better... T- I hope they would pick a better <laughs> title. <laughs> yeah, no, I pulled that one out of my ass. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Finally. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> That's I, the I, first non-game. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a game with that premise... I, think, I could totally see a game. Yeah, I could see that premise as a game, but I think they would pick a better title. Well, no, you know what I would think it would be? I would think it would be like one of these bullshit things for parents where it's like, yeah, give this piece oh, of shit yeah. to your child and it'll turn them into a little Einstein. Baby, yeah, baby Mozart and stuff. Just like yeah. Jumpstart 4th grade, f- and it was terrifying. <laughs> yeah, Jumpstart 4th grade was the fucking worst. It was like the zombies and like yeah. haunted Yeah, no, that was the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I played all of them, put them back in the box, taped it back over, and returned it to school on Monday. Never bought a single one of them. Gotcha. Jumpstart first grade was good. It was, yeah. It was. Jumpstart fifth grade was so difficult. I remember <laughs> it's because you and you guys remember it's, way more about these games than I do. They well, no, and here's here's my reasoning. Okay, yeah. Jumpstart fifth you ever grade. Played fifth grade. The math, the math was fine. Everything else was fine. The mm. puzzles were were fine. There was a part where you had to answer art history questions. Now, <laughs> now answer me this. What fifth grader is going to be able to tell you who art painted, is- like, all the of Mona these? Lisa. Yeah, well, not even that. That might even be fair. But, like, yeah, I'm talking very night. obscure things. Like, the guy who, like, paints with, like, all, like, like dots and, and it only is a picture when you stand far away. Like, that kind of stuff. It's like, when I was, was 10, I didn't know what that was. But, oh, sorry, I'm completely derailing this game. We can get <laughs> back okay. to it. Well, they had difficulty modes for Jumpstart games where it was public school and private schooling. And you had to pick which one. <laughs> Mark going crazy. What do you think of this game? Disney's Donald Duck going quackers. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's a game. Oh, <laughs> goddamn, that's such a great I think title. I played that game. <laughs> All uh, these quackers. Last two. Uh, what do you think of a game called Beyond the Beyond. Um, <laughs> no? Is that the no. Bed, Bath & uh, Beyond video game? No. I'm saying no. I'm going to say no. That's a Doug Coleman special right there. No, that's a game, and it's a... <laughs> no! Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like some JRPG. It looks so bad. Um, oh, Jesus. All right, last oh, yeah, one, guys. Else, uh, what do you think of this? Political Shotgun 2017. No. I mean, there's so many political games, probably, so I'll say yeah. It's not good, no. and I can guarantee that. Yep, it's a no. It's a oh, no. Anyway, that's how shotgun. we play Game or No Game.
Beyond looks exactly like a Chrono Trigger ripoff. It does. Oh like, my God, it's exactly good. like Chrono Trigger. Fuck that. All right. Game. No, Chrono Trigger's good. Uh, Chrono no, Trigger fuck. is so good. Yeah, Chrono Trigger's great. Fuck Beyond the. Oh, Beyond. you're right. I follow. Yeah, my bad. Um, yeah. Let's do some news, though. Maybe before we do something else, I'm not really sure. Uh, is there any news? I think, like that... Bren said, July is kind of a down yeah. slope. Yeah, July is kind of a dead period for games. Like, E3 just happened and stuff, so it's pretty. Yeah. Um, that whole uh, Take Two, the publishers of uh, GTA, who shut down the modding uh, tool, the, was it page four or something? I forget. Um, they shut down the main modding tool for all of GTA Five, which was keeping that game alive. Um, Rockstar is trying to distance themselves from it, saying like we don't condone what happened and what Take Two did. Uh, that doesn't help anything because Take Two is their uh, parent company, so it's. It doesn't really mean anything for Rockstar to try and distance himself from it. So that's still a fucking mess. And if anyone's in the modding community, God bless you. Because it, it undeniably kept that game relevant after however many years that it's yeah. been released. Yeah. Yeah. It's a sad um, day. I mean, I'm still seeing people actively putting videos on YouTube playing GTA V. Yeah. And it's all mods. It's all mods. All mods. Yeah. It, it, I saw one recently where the guy had, it looked like a cable gun where you shot one thing and shot another thing and it connected them with a cable. And it just looked like a more dynamic, uh, just cause game. Like instead of like a crazy remote island, you were in like a city and you could do crazy just cause stuff, but in the city. Like, and it seemed amazing. It seemed super fun. But yeah, well, this is how all the really creative stuff happens when you take off the guardrails and then you get. When you let Big people brother be telling you you can't can't do that anymore. Can't take the guardrails off. They make yeah. you pay a fine. Yeah. Put them back on. Do ten hours of community service. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, what else is going on? Uh, the Castlevania show that's coming to Netflix. The same, I believe, producer of that is going to be working on an Assassin's Creed anime. Also, yeah. probably for Netflix. God, no, man. no, that's yeah. gonna be <laughs> awful. And oh god, they're just this they know, dead horse a money maker. They're yet. just like, oh, more money for me. <laughs> this horse has been beaten into a slurry, and they said, hey, you know what? We can use that slurry as uh, fertilizer for a farm to grow new stuff. They're still, still trying to milk this franchise for all it's worth, and I don't know. I think, I think this is part. This it, it, we've we've been talking around this all episode. Uh-oh. We need to kill Ubisoft. I agree. They're there's scary. a there's a grand conspiracy here. There oh, play is the conspiracy somebody. Play the jingle. Clearly, the Illuminati have been just pissed off by the Japanese, <laughs> and they're trying Wait, to <laughs> just slowly kill off. All of the young Japanese men through anime and anime related products. Oh, here it is. <laughs> uh oh. I know where this is going. This is- <laughs> I was thinking it was the Templars w- uh, were trying to do their secret organization and then 
Ubisoft published Assassin's Creed bringing their organization to light and to the public consciousness. So then the Templars bought out Ubisoft and are trying to discredit the entire Assassin's Creed series and run his name through the mud by keeping, just ruining everything that has their name on it. Because the movie sure as hell didn't do good. Matt, are you about to tell me something I'm not going to (laughs) like? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What's What's going on in your world, Matt? Listen, Mark. Mm-hmm. The man has been has been feeding you lies. Should I be <laughs> sitting down for this news? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, you watched that. So, oh my god! So we talked. What? How many months ago? About it's it's like a little um, uh, Amazon Echo or like a like a Google Home, but instead of being like a cute little plastic tube that you put in your <laughs> Living room. It it's, got, uh, instead of being a cute tube, it got turned into a kawaii tube. Yeah, it's a little yeah. incubator with like a it's, goddamn hologram in it. It's so it's weird. A hologram <laughs> of a little anime girl. Yeah. And you can put that on your on your bedside table and um, <laughs> it will annoy you while you sleep, I guess, and then text you while she you're at work. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honey, when are you coming home? Bitch, I'm at work. You are a machine. <laughs> Get off my it's dick. Four o'clock. <laughs> I don't know what it is like in your robot world, but someone has to pay to keep the lights on, which you live off of, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I want to see that Key and Peele sketch where he's yelling at his virtual assistant. It, it this is it's it's gotten out of hand. Uh, it's gotten right? worse. Like, yeah, we even no, it gets worse. I, I posted it gets so much worse than that in our random channel. Was it random? It was or on no, Doug's was on Facebook. Facebook. I posted it on Doug's Facebook. <laughs> So Which is also like our random channel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a video of uh, a, a place in Japan mm-hmm. where they they put a little sanitary mask on your face <laughs> and then put an Oculus Rift on you. And you get married in VR to an anime girl. Yep. And then like... Like you, you kiss her, and like a woman holds out like <laughs> it's like a fleshlight like flesh yeah, of a mouth, mouth. Yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a long ass selfie stick that they hold up to you. That, yeah, the woman holding it wants nowhere near that guy. She's as far away as she can get. Yeah, it's and, amazing. And then they like take pictures, and like <laughs> there's people that are hired to like be there. In this little chapel where, where you've got your VR headset on. But no, when and he like, leaves, he bows to the chapel like to say thanks, I yeah, guess. Yeah, well, and there's all those no people one were actors. But there's the, they're like, not in the uh, chapel anymore when he leaves. It's so empty God, and sad. Because he doesn't have friends or family that are going to support what he just did. That's so No, because it's insane. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it, it, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this very, very hard. And I'm really curious whether this is them actually getting married through some like bizarre loophole in the Japanese legal system, or whether this is just like a thing that you pay to do. Like when you go to get a lap dance, Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> it's a Tuesday evening and I'm feeling bored. I'm going to go get married to that anime girl. It's an <laughs> emotional lap dance. Basically. Look, and it, uh, I don't know. I, I just want to make something very clear. <laughs> I know I like to play the character of, uh, <laughs> Of anime obsessed. Mark, um, you've been playing that character for 26 years. It's not a yeah. character anymore. Uh, and <laughs> like, pretending that anything even remotely related to it is just the best thing ever, but I do not condone this level of delusion. <laughs> I, I just want to put that out there. Anybody I was just in that kidding. Anybody who falls for that should just, like, they should just line them up. It's like, okay, once you just 
uh, said your vows and you just got married, it's like, okay. This was a trick. Yeah, you're going into a padded room now. And it's like, oh, congratulations. You passed the test. You're a crazy person. When you put on the ring for your uh, waifu, you put it on yourself and it sterilizes you immediately. So you can no longer have children. I was imagining just like this novelty giant net. It's just scooping you up and <laughs> hanging you from the ceiling. <laughs> like Scooby-Doo style. Just like, whoop! Um, hey. I mean, there's a character from an anime, Sword Art Online, despite how terrible it is, who got it's a great an official- show. Oh, AJ got- screaming. Oh, well, he's got terrible taste in anime. <laughs> Come on the show and argue it, AJ. I'd love it. Um, but the char- the main character from that show has an official government-sanctioned, like, internet security, like, position or certification. Like, the official government of Japan sanctioned this. Like, so they're full board and, like, Japan's full tilt. Like, everyone knows how crazy they are, but, like, it's on a government level, too. So to combat this crisis... We got enough people as it is. I'm fine with this. Reduce the population. (laughs) Uh, Well, no. You see, I look at this and I see a money-making opportunity. So What Japan Japan needs... (laughs) They need a new television station mm-hmm. that caters to young Japanese men and, and gives them confidence. I am going to bring <laughs> Spike TV to Japan. <laughs> oh, shit. no. M- Manso's Deso. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, pretty good idea. Thank you. I'm a filthy weave. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Me and Mark are weaves for the goofs. For the yeah. memes. I don't, but, dude, we do this bit and like, I'm, I don't know. Like, we never like call out that it's a bit ever. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, a, it's a bit to the point where we are aware to how weeby we are, but there's also yeah. a point where we genuinely enjoy this stuff. Like, I worked yeah. for Bang Zoom, which dubs anime. I was surrounded by anime for like three months. It was great. Yeah. But That's I also cool. went to uh, Anime Expo where I paid $60 to stand in line for three hours and didn't even get inside. Fuck that. Yeah, that's pretty lame. Uh, speaking of which, that kind of segues, I've been getting back into anime, and there is news regarding that. Uh, Fully Cooly Season 2, we know we yeah. know that's, that's on its way, but they not only did they <sighs> announce Season 2, they also announced Season 3, and it's coming in 2018. I'm so hyped. I saw a trailer for Season 2, and there's, like, new characters, new, like, mechs. Like, it looks fucking great. It looks... Uh, I'm super hype about it. I, I can't even wait, so... Is and I've gonna been re-watching be... the first season, and it's it's a blast that show never gets old like i can watch dude, it over and over if they if the pillows does the soundtrack i'm gonna, they I'm do. gonna faint dude i think <gasps> I, i'm almost 100 percent positive in that trailer i said oh mark has just fainted pillows. that's what i mean we gotta, at home. get the smelling salts pasta and then another anime i started as one punch man because finally i got yeah nice fucking godly it is just so fucking good i can't even i'm so glad bren recommended it to me because like i saw it on netflix i'm like you know what this is the time to do it and wow i like recommend our listener do the same because it is fucking incredible it's like what if superman didn't have a major stick up his ass yeah, this main character is the shit, and I love his like uh kind of understudy guy. It's it's all just wonderful. Jeez. So, yeah. Hey guys, I'm sorry. I hate to do this, but I have to hop off. Oh, it's cool, dude. It's all good. Uh, thanks for. I know. Tuning in. Do you want to do? I'm gonna miss clip? you too, Basta. <laughs> Where can our listeners find you, Mark? <laughs> We're gonna send Basta a Mark body pillow to help him <laughs> ease into anime to give him a transition <laughs> period. I, Mm. Can we it, only if it's a Mark body pillow where Mark has been stylized in anime? 
I, oh, I know. People. I would have that for myself. I know that there, are, <laughs> there are custom anime pillows like that is entirely possible. I mean, I'm not paying for any of this, but if I get one, I, I will pose with it. And then on the okay, other side, thank you. On the I other side is Mark in a French maid outfit. <laughs> Because there's always a made outfit one. Fuck. Oh, jeez. This is okay. the worst. Well, you can find me on uh, on Twitter, uh, Mark Leadhacks Lol, and uh, you can probably find me. I think you, you just go through Basta's account. He's following me, so you can just go through there. <laughs> I'm not, um, I'm not following all him. your questions for Mark direct to Basta. <laughs> yeah, yeah send, send them directly to me. Yeah. Um, and, and I will hand deliver them. Yeah, and then uh, follow me on Instagram too. Uh, it's uh, Mark Choi on Instagram. Uh, I post some some stuff. Uh, it's probably... Say your full username, Mark Choi on Instagram. <laughs> Is your Instagram username? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's it's the one I always. My Instagram say. username is Mark Choi on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, fast! I'm gonna actually change to that right now. That is really good. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I'm going to do that. So yes, my name on Instagram is Mark Choi on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Jesus fucking Christ! God damn it! Um, I'm actually doing that. So that's that's the only thing I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. God damn. Uh, well, thanks so much for joining us, Mark. I guess we might have some stumpers in store. I is I'll see if there's any news. But uh, thanks again, uh, Mark. Talk to you later. Yeah, I'll see you guys. Bye. Bye. All right. Thank um, God he's gone. I know you always do that. Uh, I do. <laughs> Every oh, single person. I remember what uh, I wanted to mention. Oh, the free games for PlayStation Plus this month. Uh, it's mm-hmm. Don't Die, Mr. Robot, which I don't know about, which I'll probably just snag. What? There's Game of Thrones, which I always thought is the game any what? good? Is I it, can't imagine. Is it the Telltale game. game of Thrones game? Mm, I don't think so. Actually, I think it's just like the just Game of Thrones, like a separate entity. Um, and then Until Dawn, which I'm like, oh, I'm hype about that one. So I'm definitely going to grab that eventually. Uh, the Telltale Game of Thrones game is shit. Um, and if this is the regular Game of Thrones games, I don't think it's much better. No, um, and that's so the thing. Not surprising. I, it's the 2014 one. Uh, or no, that is the Telltale one. Maybe, I'm not sure. I'll have to look into it. Maybe, is there two games? I'm not sure. <laughs> there is. There's like, supposed to be like the official licensed one and then there's the telltale one that's Both are one terrible, I think, so yeah i think it's the official one yeah and then uh until dawn is great it's um it's got the um like motion capture before the face so the actors who play those characters look like those characters in it so like hayden pantier and um the guy from mr robot i forget his name right now but he's in it as well and a few others and that one's a great game it's it's kind of like Telltale, where it kind of get there's a lot of illusion of choice in it, where there are certain scenarios where you can really impact the story and a smaller stuff that pays off later on. But then there's a lot of stuff where that person's <laughs> gonna die no matter what. I'm sorry. Um, we are breaking news. Mark has informed us that Mark underscore Choi underscore on underscore Instagram already exists and is taken. Um, don't that follow, don't follow Mark Choi on Instagram. That is that not is so our Mark Choi. No, no, no. Possible. Follow Mark Choi on Instagram, but don't follow Mark Choi on yeah. Instagram on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Follow this one and see how many listeners that guy, or followers that guy to see what Jesus Mark is missing out on. That is unbelievable. Yeah, Holy stupid. shit, that is so funny. Oh my God. That man. should be the title of this episode. That is definitely the title of this episode. All right. <laughs> um, 
the other news bit I had uh, was that I remember my girlfriend got a original Game Boy game at Too Many Games, and she whipped out the Game Boy Color, and goddamn, there is no backlight on that thing. Like it is. Nope. I, I, I forgot how like old school. You had it was to get the light that would plug into the to the link cable. Exactly. Yeah, and it was like twisty. Or you'd just be fucked or like underneath the lamp or if you're on a long car ride. I remember specifically as a kid waiting for like the street lights to pass and be like, is that a Pokemon? <laughs> and be like, oh my God. And you'd have to time it and it was awful. But no. So now all of a sudden, uh, that she's experiencing that problem again. I'm like, oh, you should just get an advance and plug it into that. But there's also an alternative, this thing called the Hyperkin Smart Boy, which I thought that's a funny name, the Smart Boy. Um, it's, basically an interface boy. it's an interface that looks just like uh game boy an old school original game boy with the button set up and stuff but you put your smartphone in to act as the screen which is backlit so it's kind of interesting it's 60 bucks not sure <sighs> the technology behind it but it seems like it might be a valid way of getting around that if you don't have a game boy advance you're probably better off just getting a game mm. boy advance um yeah, i don't think that's worth 60 bucks yeah it's kind of high price yeah. But yeah, thought I'd mention it. It was just something I found in like nerd news and I was like, oh, maybe somebody out there is going to get it. Yeah. Well, that's like what we say. All the Sega games are coming to smartphones now. And we're like, I don't know how well they'll translate to smartphones like without yeah. ones and stuff. So it's going to be tough. I can see the appeal of a holder system like that, like the smart boy, but I don't think it's worth $6 at all. No, definitely not. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, what else? Uh, Doomfist for Overwatch got announced, revealed, and with a big trailer and stuff. And he's right as of right now when we're recording, he's a playable character in the PTR. So he's probably going to be coming to the main server game soon, like probably in a few weeks. Nice. That's um, exciting. Yeah. People were kind of disappointed to find out Terry Crews isn't voicing him. And uh... did you honestly think that was a possibility? Like, Overwatch has been working on this for months now, like this character, and he's. Got, he's tied into the universe and the lore and has a backstory and he's from I think Nigeria and stuff like did people really think Terry Crews is actually a possibility of being this big cameo appearance in the game that there's no real recognizable character uh, actors in like I, <coughs> I never for a second thought it was a real possibility yeah it would have been cool though but yeah that's the extent of it I mean he might be like in a, like a seasonal thing as like a random voice line like side character or something but he's not going to be a main like, you know, kudos to all the actors who are in it, but none of them are super well-known, at least not nowhere near to the level of Terry Crews. And he's a great actor in stuff, but I don't know if he'd be a good voice actor. He's very visual, and I don't know if he has very much of a dynamic range for characters or yeah. voices. So it I, it's for the best that it's not him. That makes sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, um, but he, he looks cool. He's uh an offense class, which I was surprised by. He looked for people who play Overwatch. He seems like an offensive Winston, where he just jumps in, fucks stuff up, and then gets out. So, that'll, that'll be interesting to play. Definitely. Uh, what else? Ooh, I have one. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn's got a new patch coming, and apparently it adds New Game Plus, a new difficulty mode of uh, Ultra Hard mode, and two new trophies. So, looks like I'm going to have to dive back into that. I mean, hoping these last two trophies aren't too impossible. It's probably like a trophy that's like, Beat it on ultra hard mode. I'm like, oh god damn it! So we'll <laughs> yeah. see how that goes. And then write a strongly worded letter to Sony. You listen <laughs> here, demanding you. recognition. I want that platinum trophy. Damn it! Uh, 
speaking of patches, near Automata, um, which is a really cool game, really weird and like different and requires a lot of different playthroughs of it. Yeah. Uh, after months after being out and hundreds of thousands of copies sold, still no patches for that at all. The Ooh. company hasn't said anything saying they're working on anything or any updates are coming. And for some people, the game runs fine. They might have a small hiccup here and there, but overall, it's a great running game. But for the people who it doesn't work for, it doesn't work at all. Like, it, the ones that it's broken, it's really broken for. So people were expecting a patch to be out within a few weeks of its release because of how buggy some games were. So it's weird how successful it's been and how much praise it's gotten, and there's still not any word on a patch. Yeah, that's not what I expected. Damn. Yeah. It's kind of hoping better of Platinum, but who knows? Maybe they have their reasons, but they did release a DLC pack, which people you know would rather have a working game than more <laughs> costumes. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, the Venom movie is being directed by the guy who did Zombieland, and it's That's supposed to be right. a comedy, and I want to die. It's, yeah. I just want to crawl in a hole and die. I remember you were mentioning that movie on the horizon a few episodes ago and basically just saying, I hope they don't fuck it up. And I was like, oh, there's maybe there's a chance they don't. Well, looks like they just put the nail in that coffin because I, I can't imagine this being good as a comedy. Like it's supposed to be almost like horror, almost like you want it to be like terrifying. You want it to be like, holy yeah. shit. It's an R rated comedy. So they're clearly jumping mm. on the tail. Uh, tailcoats of uh, Deadpool and seeing how successful that they're like oh we got to do that now it's like as much as I love Venom he's one of my favorite characters he's not a comedic character not at all he's no Deadpool there are very few moments that are comedic and sure you can make him funny but it'd have to be a very dark sense of humor like he just ate a baby or people thought he ate a baby when he didn't like it's dark it would have to be dark for the character because like he's a 90s character he's just edgelord supreme with the sharp teeth all black crazy eyes like I love it, but it's it's not. I don't think it's going to work. And with Tom Hardy, who is a great actor, and I think he can do comedy, but he's not known for it. It's not his, you know, bag of chips. Uh, I say that because he's British. Um, but uh, I, I especially with the carnage in it too. I don't know. I don't have faith in this at all. I think if they were going to try and make uh, Venom as Flash Thompson instead of Eddie Brock and try to tie him into the Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought that could have worked, and maybe that could have been a comedy. But Tom already has Eddie Brock now. I don't, I don't have faith. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite got the big trailer release at E3, and everyone immediately started shitting on it because it looks awful. Um, I remember Doug, you didn't yeah, think it looked that bad, but I tried to are, defend it. But I'm you're probably, definitely in the minority. In yeah, that. definitely. I hear that uh, so much so that it's already had a 26 percent price drop for uh, Amazon for pre-orders. Holy shit. Yeah, so they're already dropping the price on this because they don't think people are going to buy it. Like, this is a more of an incentive to get people to pre-order and buy it because they clearly have lost faith in it. So, ugh, I, I wouldn't hold my breath for that one. Uh, for anyone who's big into the Marvel Capcom fighting scene, um, this isn't it. This ain't going to be your game. I can guarantee that. Yeah. Speaking of holding your breath, I, I was in a podcasting forum somewhere and someone was like, oh, should I host my podcast on SoundCloud? Well, mm. don't put all your chips in that basket or yeah. eggs in that basket because... Don't put your chips in the basket either. Don't <laughs> yeah, put okay. anything in that don't basket. That basket's about eggs. to disintegrate. Yeah, basically. So SoundCloud slashes 40% of stash as financial reality hits hard. They close London and San Francisco offices. Ouch. Like, so they're uh, like really hurting. And I I think I read somewhere they're like $54 million in debt or something. So they're 
I don't yeah. know how they're still standing on any legs. Like, good luck, SoundCloud, but I don't think we'll be seeing much, or I will definitely won't be seeing many more podcasts on there. If anything, they're going to focus on the music, and I'm not quite sure, really. I mean, for months now, I've been talking to people online. They're like, oh, what's a good hosting service? I'm like, well, there's Pinecast. But besides, like, for anyone who works on, who's using SoundCloud, I'm like, if you insist on using SoundCloud because it's free, I really recommend getting a backup ready. Like, scout out other hosts that you might want and get ready to switch because they haven't yeah. been doing well for a year now. And this is a big concern, especially for anyone involved with them. Um, and B, we play his music all the time. I think we played one earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a lot of his music on SoundCloud, and I've been talking to him. I'm like, yep, you might want to have backups for all your music and you know, get ready to find a new site. Yeah, musicians, check out Bandcamp, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Podcasters, Pinecast. Like, there's other sites out there that do the exact kind of same thing, so just Some keep an better. eye out. SoundCloud's going away. Oh, yeah, so is Clamor, I, although that's still up. I just went there th- today, and they were like, we're shutting down July something or other, and like their website's still live, so it's probably going to time out eventually sometimes it takes a while to, to turn turn everything off you'd yeah. be surprised how hard it is to like get a, a system to stop running sometimes yeah i mean you just destroy it i mean if it's in the cloud the we thing. bomb the cloud yeah we, we throw, attack heaven we throw the okay. magical bomb into the sky uh anyway <laughs> what do you think uh Basta, oh, or is there any more news i think that's one more thing it. i mean News in quotes, like, you know, news. Yeah. Um, but Sonic Forces, the game where people can make their own OC, art Sonic characters in the game, uh, apparently the theme song is be- is recorded by the lead singer of Hoobastank, which I love, because no. it's Sonic and Hoobastank, and it's the 90s again, apparently. That's so wrong. <laughs> it it sounds exactly... It sounds oh, exactly God. like you think would for a Sonic like theme song. It's just dumb and <laughs> it's butt rock. It's, I mean, it's great because it's just going full full force into that Sonic branding uh, of terribleness. But I mean, it's ridiculous. That was the coolest fucking video game <laughs> in like 1997. Yeah, exactly. Like, God, I heard someone recently listening to Good Charlotte. And I was like, do you know what year it is? Because it's not 1995. Stop yeah. listening to Good Charlotte. The only song that came out of the 90s that I still hold an incredibly deep appreciation for, all other songs from the 90s pale in comparison to this one. It was the rap at the beginning of Donkey Kong 64. Yeah! Grant Kirkhope, he did it again for a ukulele. It's not as great, but still, they brought it back because it's the same team. Yeah, that was a delight. DK um, that was a delight. I mean, I'm not saying, like, burn all 90s memorabilia music like from the 90s there's still some good stuff in there but like hoobastank is not one of them no yeah no that's not that's not something i would reach for yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right um well i guess we can wrap things up did you want to do any stumpers matt or what were what's your thoughts um i have i have a few stumpers if you if you want to do it i i have i could do a short one just like yeah we'll do like like four of them cool let's do it Gangster. 
right, guys. I'm, I, we're just going to go in hard. And uh, this one is, again, themed. <laughs> Can we call corgis from now on stumpers? Because they got the little legs. Oh, God damn. Oh. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I mean, it's better than calling Vietnam veterans stumpers. Oh, God, don't do that either. <laughs> um, Jesus fucking Christ. Lieutenant Dan, you're a stumper. This one comes to us from the topic Heinz Ketchup. Oh, no. Do you oh, think should... that Heinz ketchup is a good brand of ketchup? We should have had Mark on. He despises ketchup. Like he has like a phobia of it. Like oh. why? Yeah. What's wrong with ketchup? I mean, and I... Heinz ketchup. There's is... nothing wrong with ketchup. That's Mark I mean. is broken. And the answer to this question is yes. I do believe it's a good brand of ketchup because I don't know when you what think about it when you're thinking like name brand stuff. It's like oh, what? Tell me a, a soda. What comes to mind when you think soda? It's like Coca Cola. Heinz. Or something. Oh. Or I don't know, like Mountain Dew. <laughs> Heinz like, brand soda. What makes you think, yeah, when you say ketchup, you think Heinz. I don't really think of anything else. It's like store Hunts. brand. You're not a Hunts, a Hunts brand guy? Ugh. Hunts is pretty good. No, I like that. No. It's you like not. getting your ketchup out of a can? Oh, wait. Is that, wait, <laughs> it's in a can? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> well, no, that I, idea is disgusting to me. So the, I, I think they sell a lot of their ketchup in cans because they'll sell to like nursing homes and stuff. And so it's just easier when you've got like a thousand ketchup bottles to fill that just have a big old can of it instead of like just buying bottles over and over. No, there's canned ketchup. That's upsetting to me. Yeah, why not? <laughs> there's a lot of reasons why not. The interesting thing is that a lot of things are in cans because you, if they put them in jars, it would either be uh, too heavy or you'd get botulism from it. <laughs> botulism? Jesus. <laughs> no, but for real. I, uh, <laughs> now I really just want to like, Take Mark on a tour of like, we'll like tell him it's a brewery, but then it's actually a ketchup <laughs> factory. What do we give him ketchup what? beer? A microbrew. Oh, They've got ketchup like chips. That. Oh, God. That's um, it's, just, it's just a little ketchup packet. <laughs> it's a microbrew. <laughs> it's, mi- it's micro. <laughs> nice. um, no, I've noticed some people are just adver- like adversely against certain, like, particularly condiments. A lot of condiment hates. Um, mm. uh, Mark's wife, I think she despises mustard. So between mm. them, their child will never have traditional condiments in their house. That's ridiculous. Uh, it's weird how passionate some people get against it. Um, I would say Heinz is good, but also we're all from Pennsylvania, and Heinz is headquarters in Pittsburgh, so mm. it's fucking everywhere for us. So it's I mean it's out, it's out here in California too. Everywhere, everywhere. Well, it's, yeah, it's craft. Uh, it's a Heinz world. That's what yeah. I mean. I feel like they're monopolizing the ketchup industry. I have both Heinz ketchup wait, and mustard in my fridge right now. Wait a minute. Did we just say ketchup, Doug? Did you just say ketchup? Because there's ketchup, and then there's ketchup. Oh, yeah, you're right. I did actually say ketchup. Whoops. Mm. We, we got to be very clear about this. Ketchup. Catsup. What? Huh? <laughs> God damn it. What? <laughs> no. Next question. <laughs> this next question comes to us from the topic condiments. Oh. <laughs> I know what today's This one's a bit is. of a mouthful. Uh-oh. God uh, why is ketchup Jesus. scorned as a condiment in some instances in Where's most better Mark? quality restaurants in the U.S.? It is frowned upon to add ketchup as a condiment, e.g. on steak. Ugh. Being a byproduct of tomatoes, which is one of the most popular and versatile vegetables or fruits if you are scientifically <laughs> inclined, how did ketchup develop its reputation for being a less than desirable condiment for connoisseurs? In other words, 
Why do tomatoes have such a great reputation, but ketchup is frowned upon by many for certain dishes? I can hear the I am very smart fedora tip through this question. Yeah, this one <laughs> was followed by 12 people before answering it. That is interesting. Yeah, he really, oh yeah, I don't know. He's passionate this, about this question. There, there are, <laughs> among Mark, the followers, there are dozens of fedoras. Mark is going to be livid when he hears this and hears he missed these questions. Yeah. Um, why is it frowned upon? The same reason everything's frowned upon when it mixed with everything else. It doesn't work. Be it from a guy who was pretty poor in college and mixed a lot of shit together. It turns out real gross. I don't know. It's not going to ruin your steak. I think people that are like, if you're like used to steak sauce, it's like, well, yeah, it's obviously not going to be comparable. You shouldn't need a condiment with a, with a good steak. And if it's not a good steak, you should throw it in the trash. (laughs) Well, (laughs) this cow died for nothing. Trash. So like, th- like this is the this is the work of an amateur. It's it's just like the pineapple on the pizza deal. Like people just freak oh out and say it's like forbidden and you can't do that. And other people are like, <laughs> it's right. my favorite. So I mean, I don't think anyone's saying it's my favorite to put cat ke- ke- ketchup it's me, on Rutherford for steak. Craffordson. And I I'm here to tell you never to put ketchup on your steak. And. That all you got that's there? It. That's all I that's got. It. That's all you got. That's all you never, got. Never put ketchup Thanks for on your steak. By, old man. You look like a fool. <laughs> Doug's just shoving him out the it's door. It's me, Rutherford B. Craffordson. <laughs> oh, man, look at Doug. Griffin's got to go back to the home. Um, <laughs> we, even going to back to the pineapple and pizza thing, I think the acceleration of memes and jokes everywhere on the internet, people no longer understand what is serious when people are being ironic, and people would just take a joke way too far for example the pineapple on the pizza where people seem to be genuinely upset about it why it's a preference if you don't like it don't fucking eat it if you do like it fucking eat it then we all just move on there's no, no reason for you're these either with debates. them or you're with us brendan and the other team has to die hey one who else who said that <laughs> nazis yeah i'm moving out the nazis card because this is just an incoherent stupid internet argument yeah, and that's what you right. always do Good call. Why are why are the anti pineapple pizza also not vehemently anti sardine? Good point. I, or anchovy. To be actually uh, passionate about. Like, let's. Why would you? Why there. would you put like awful pickled fish on your pizza and be? It's like oh, some some guy just just ruined his pizza. Yeah, isn't it? Like and then eyeballs, <laughs> tail, and all. Like it's fucking weird, man. Yeah, I, it's an, anchovies and sardines and it, all those tiny little canned fish. Why would you? I, why would you put that on a pizza? Do you guys actually know anyone who's put sardines on pizza? Because like to me, it seems like a cartoon stereotype. Like, no, uh, you know, I thought onion. it was. I thought like, it was fake. Yeah, I, I don't I know had anyone my mom, who does. When I was a kid, buy some anchovies, and I tried one, and I almost threw up. <laughs> and then when I was in high school, I went over to a friend's house, and their parents ordered pizza, and they just ordered like regular pizza, and then put canned anchovies or sardines one or the other on the pizza and like my brain was just exploding and i was like <laughs> why would you do that <laughs> oh i must leave <laughs> like, what excuse me doing? i didn't realize you were barbarians and then they well, I was like into their seven ketchup <laughs> oh, God. but like honey i've got a new bottle of hunt's ketchup get out of here old man <laughs> we found his key words he appears when you talk about canned ketchup <laughs> you summon him <laughs> But like it's <laughs> like I don't know anyone in my life who puts sardines on pizza. Like I'm sure I know someone who enjoys it, but I don't know anyone who like keeps a can of sardines at the ready for any time they have pizza. 
No, and I can't imagine they stay well. Like they'd probably go bad pretty quickly. Yeah, do you they know who I bet puts anchovies on on their pizza? Bastard Hillary Clinton. Clinton. Oh yeah, no, I could see that. Hillary Clinton I, definitely puts anchovies on her pizza. I, I you mean, kidding me? Now I'm pretty happy. Mark's not here. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need more. Supplies. Uh, I mean, I yeah, I could see that. I can understand. But like, the I only people it. I can see eating anchovies on pizza or sardines are like seventy-five-year-old Polish got <laughs> Polish guys in Chicago. Like, like I don't know. Is it really this common of a thing? And when people freak out about something like art, artich- or no artichokes, uh, anchovies are in Caesar dressing. A lot of people don't know that Caesar dressing mm. super popular. Mm. Uh, I mm. think that's they are. I mean, it's, it's not. A I mean, here's the, here's the difference in Caesar dressing. It's delicious when you eat a whole one. It's it's just dumb. Like nobody sits down and just like eats a pile of uncooked jalapenos. It's just not a thing that people do. My friend had the same argument against me about a whole box of Twinkies, but I proved him wrong and ate all of them. <laughs> Wasn't happy for anyone that day, but they were delicious going in. Not how it always works, yeah. What was the topic? How did we get here? Uh, ketchup is allowed on steak. That's the bottom line. Who, we, okay. No, it's not. No, it's not. definitely not. Don't, don't be Donald Trump. Don't put ketchup on your steak. <laughs> As someone who got violently ill from food poisoning from the last time I had steak because I so rarely eat it, no, it does not. Just keep your steaks in cans. That's bottom line. <laughs> can, can your steaks and what, put spam? ketchup in bottles. This next question comes to us from the topic ketchup. God damn it. What would you say to someone who told you they like to dip cookies in ketchup? I would shoot them in the street like the fucking mutant they are. That is not allowed. I would tell them that I accept their differences, but I'm going to... No, this isn't pineapple milk. and pizza. Don't use this against me, Doug. These people are monsters. What if, this is, like a sa- what if this is like a savory cookie? Yeah, yeah, right? what about... <laughs> what, if it, what if it's like a... Like a, a um, I don't know, more like a flatbread than a cookie. What if this is like a cookie, like a brown like bread-based cookie, but you put like a little sprinkling of like lettuce and pickles... And like some ground beef, like you cook it pretty well, and like a little dish, <laughs> cake. and then you put another bread cookie on top. When you put ketchup on that, that'd be cool. That's a burger. That's what you're talking. To. That's what you're eating. Way pasta. No, oh lord. Okay. A uh, fucking chips ahoy dripping in in ketchup. <clears throat> and that that sounds awful. I knew. I'm a imagining a, a chips ahoy flavored uh, f- flavored with ketchup. Like that's the they have all those different varieties. Instead of taco chips, it's ketchup chips. Like yeah. It's a little. Yeah. Oh, I knew God. a kid in second grade, and I remember his first. I don't remember his last name, but his name was Joseph. He's this little chubby kid, and he put mustard on everything, on his cookies, on his pizza, in his chocolate milk, and I saw him drink it. Ew. He was an <laughs> animal. Fuck. That is the. Un- that is the unmitigated monstrosity that only children can bring out in them. Um, he might have been anemic, you know? Maybe it was a medical thing. The most disgusting I- concoction I could ever even imagine. Oh, God. If it was a medical thing, I'm sure he could get the like minerals and vitamins through better means, or I would have preferred to just see him just inject mustard into his bloodstream than watching him having to eat that. Who knows? But, uh. I mean... Yeah, like with the pep, uh, pineapple on pizza, if you want to put cookies on ch- or ketchup on cookies, go ahead. 
you're a freak, but go ahead. <laughs> like, just be weird. You can be weird and unique all you want, but you have to be aware that people are going to look at you weird. What if it's that uh, that wild and wacky uh, green or purple ketchup from back in the early 2000s? No, because that shit was bullshit. They said it just tasted the same and it was just food coloring. Nah, that tasted different. That was not ketchup. That was something unholy and unique to itself. Yeah, it kind of was, was gross. different and weird. I feel like it was kind of like low vinegar. I, I feel I, like it didn't have a, as much of a kick. It was sweeter. I, I would agree with that. It felt more solid. It didn't seem as it didn't seem like it had the viscosity as regular ketchup, and that could be mm. because of the vinegar. Mm. So I would agree with that. It was gross. We may never know. And hopefully we never do, because hopefully that stuff never comes back. Yeah. Three D well, Doritos. I'm, oh, I'm sure you can back. get it somewhere, like in like in China. Oh, I'm sure you can still find it someplace. But I mean, then again, you have to remember it's going to be from 1998. Like, do you want to have ketchup? From yeah, that? no, that's. <laughs> it's like, hey, I found Crystal Pepsi. It's like, Jesus Christ, why? Perfect. What if cookies. it's a What if it's a can of Hunt's green ketchup? I would find the CEO of Hunt's and pelt it in his face. Did Hunt even <laughs> make <laughs> green one? I mean, who knows? I'm sure they probably did at one point. They made the attempt. They probably just took regular Hunt's ketchup and mixed it with relish, trying to get the color, and it just turned into this. You know, that's soup. actually a fun combination. A little bit of ketchup, a little bit of relish on a hot dog. Mm. Get behind that. Why the hell? If they sold it in one bottle, I would buy that. Ugh. Why didn't the people responsible for mustard decide to try other colors? like blue mustard yeah the mustard committee it's like get the people together we should fucking have orange mustard instead i mean i feel a lot of people mix ketchup and mustard together that's kind of orange yeah i'm i didn't heinz come out with mustard recently there's kind of like we had a piece of french mustard for years but now we're ending this and we're saying fuck france well, they've got all sorts mustard. of shit. They've got their own relish. They've got all. It's just all manner of things. They've got barbecue sauce. Yeah, yeah, all sorts of condiments, mayonnaise. I mean, but it's also like I said, it's craft. So it's craft and hunts like craft's mm-hmm. the parent company. So it's a ton of stuff, and they could just like mix properties. I remember someone telling me like, "Oh, craft's a terrible company. They're immoral. Like you should boycott craft." It's like good fucking luck. They're literally yeah. everywhere. Everything. They, yeah. Well, it, it was the same thing with. Um, that panel, everybody was like, oh, the CEO of Uber is on this Trump's panel. And it's like, yeah, also the CEO of PepsiCo. You can stop eating all PepsiCo products. Good luck. Like, that's yeah. like Every a product. third of your diet. <laughs> Nestle. I even said like before on the mm-hmm. podcast, Nestle is a terrible company. They've done awful things and have tried to uh, profit off like water, saying it's not a human right to have access to water. And you can't avoid it. Nestle products are literally everywhere. Like, it's mm-hmm. unavoidable, unless you want to just be a hermit and live off the land and grow all your own food. Which, I mean, good luck. Live Go in Berkeley, it. California. Berkeley? I, I know your type. <laughs> what do you mean, Get what? out of here. <laughs> this is a civilized podcast. <laughs> I mean, civilized. we're in San Francisco, outside Philly and LA. Isn't <laughs> civilized. Listen, this is, the, this is the mecca of civilization. This next question comes to us from the topic condiments. Very simple question. How do you sell condiments? <laughs> now, the, the only reason I included this one, right? Right. Two questions. One, I don't know. Second, <laughs> is this Wait, is this also has the potential to be somebody that has just gone into a McDonald's drunk very late at night and taken all of their ketchup? 
And now they want to profit from it. <laughs> oh, I can see that. I have a thousand fire sauce packets from Taco Bell. How do I sell these? Well, they always give you that. Even if you order like one taco, you'll get like 20 of the sauces. So you might as well stock up. And yeah, if you can sell them, you might as well. So that's the thing. In order to sell condiments, you need to pair it with something. So whether it be cookies or ketchup. <laughs> Whether it be steak, um, whether it be cans, you could put it all in a can and be like, it's prepared, like pre-prepared. Oh, yeah. Here's your can yeah, you of squeeze it like a mason jar. Yeah. Unpacketed, though. You do the work It's bespoke. For yeah. <laughs> so much effort. Oh, God. It's, I mean, I love that because being in a college town, like having spent time in college town, you see that all the time of someone just scooping the entire tray of condiments and just throwing them in their bag. Or going through a drive-thru and the teenager working there, the, the shift, just doesn't give a shit anymore. Just devoid of all, like, will to live. And they just take a big handful and just dumps them in that bag. And you're just like, fuck yeah, man. Do whatever you can. Fuck fuck the big guy. Fuck the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. Um, how do you sell them, though? Uh, what you don't do is take a, sell them at an amusement park and sell them to a bunch of shitty little kids. Who will take them, open them up, and then run up and down the line of uh, roller coasters and amusement park rides, and pour condiment uh, packets all over the hand railings. So that oh, no. a particular dark area that's like the oh, light is, is inside of a building, and it gets really dark because there's a lot of mood lighting. And you grab the railing to see where you're going, and you just get your hand coated in ketchup. And then you can't enjoy the seven seas of oh, Sinbad no, at Universal Florida. Oh, God. Because your hand is oh, coated God. in ketchup. That is you don't insane. do that. You don't do that. Because okay. I've had that happen. Oh, you don't want to use those bathrooms. I have a, no, because they're worse. I have a great <laughs> alternative, though. Something you do want to do. Okay, go to Hollywood. Wait, pause. With all, One with second, all, Doug. You what? said do-do. Oh, God damn it! One thing you... Yeah, <laughs> you do is you go to Hollywood with all your ketchup packets and find someone shooting an action movie and tell them that they don't need to spend money on all sorts of fake blood. You have the ketchup packets. <laughs> I know it's for a Nicola packet. <laughs> you should never use ketchup packets for squibs which are the little blood packs they have on their shirts that they explode out because um, you're going to be on set all day and it's either going to be freezing cold or boiling hot and you don't want to be coated in hot sticky ketchup baking in the sun yeah. you don't want to be that co- uh, that ketchup cookie oh god damn it that's the ketchup that's cookie hot. Um, you could just throw Jesus them at people Jesus Christ Do- <laughs> <laughs> it's that's not it's not really selling though just throwing condiment packets it's, at it's aggressive marketing <laughs> hey you want some ketchup bah, bah, take it how would Mark sell ketchup packets maybe on ebay you just put them up for i don't know 10 bucks individual each. ketchup packets see if anyone I, I would make the starting bid a dollar a dollar for 10 ketchup packets no. no just one ketchup packet 10 cents and just wait and see what people do Right? Don't have like a buy it now button. It's just like you, you have to bid on it. You, I've got 15 ketchup packets. Good luck. I mean, and then charge $3.99 for shipping. <laughs> I mean, if you weren't able to just go to your local McDonald's and steal all of theirs like everyone can, uh, people would do that because I've watched a few episodes of My Strange Addiction and condiments are a pretty common one. And sometimes people would just take a whole bunch of them, open them all put them in a Ziploc bag, and then put a straw in that Ziploc bag and just drink it. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Because people why? are disgusting. Why would they do that? Need, <laughs> need to be wiped out. I we need a like, new plague. I just got fatter hearing that. <laughs> I saw recently that after the plague happened in the Middle Ages, the economy went up, rent went down. There was a golden era afterwards because there weren't as many people. We need a new plague. Cannibalism. Get at it, people. <laughs> I advocate. Check that off on your bingo card. You know, for $26, you can get a case of a thousand Heinz ketchup packets. <sighs> thanks for listening, listener. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for listening to Stumpers. It's been a good one. I, I hate the don't do condiments ever again. I hated this segment. Yeah, I think it was Mark's Gross. favorite. We might have to revisit it. Um, Mark, Mark stopped listening 20 minutes ago yeah, when we started this topic. Good he, point. Uh, That's great. Oh, no. Next time we have him on, he's going to have opinions. We I can promise opinions. that. Oh, great. Um, let's do some plugs and wrap this one up. Where can listeners find you, Brent? The ABTS Brennan on Twitter. That's it. I'm not doing shit. That works. How about you, Matt? You can find me working on Pinecast. Uh, lots of great, fun new features this week. Um, lots of improvements, upgrades, etc. Um, you can go and visit Pinecast at uh, pinecast.com. You can sign up for an account and get started. Create your first podcast for free, no credit card required. Try it for as long as you like. When you're ready for the good stuff, uh, you can upgrade uh, for $5 a month and use the coupon code Ketchup. For forty percent off your first two months, um, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Matt Basta on Instagram, and uh, that's it. Okay, that's cool. And listener, if you want to get in touch with Mark, send your stuff to Matt's uh, Matt's <laughs> Twitter. Uh, send him a picture of a can of uh, ketchup. Why not? Um, <laughs> and if you like our show, please give us and a like or follow on Facebook and Twitter handles ABT silence. We try to Twitch stream every now and then go check it out. Give us a subscribe at twitch.tv slash ABT silence. And yeah, it was good having <laughs> more than There's just ketchup pie. Me and <laughs> on oh God. It was good oh, having Basta no. and Mark, but we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening everybody. See you next time. Don't eat ketchup. Bye.